the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Are we turning a corner? Are we? Uh, it's uh, it's possible. It is. It's uh, it's possible. And what do I mean? Well, I've got a couple of news stories here that could mean we're turning at least some corner on this transgender nonsense as far as sports and athletics are concerned. Uh, hey, Jeff. Jeff, I'm just curious. Do you uh, do you follow international cricket? Are you, are you a big fan of inter- the International Cricket Council? I I can't say that I follow it too closely. <laughs> Do you even know the rules of cricket? No, no, not not all of them. Not I, all I of thought them. I thought you were a real sports fan, Jeff. I'm very disappointed. Well, anyway, the International Cricket Council board is now restricting male players who claim to be female from competing against women. On November 21st, the ICC board, again, that's the International Cricket Council, the ICC board approved new gender eligibility regulations, which mandate that biological male players who have been through puberty not be permitted to play against women. And here's the part that makes the most sense. This is a statement from the ICC, the International Cricket Council. Quote, The new policy is based on the following principles in order of priority. Number one, protection of the integrity of the women's game. Number two, safety, fairness, and inclusion. And this means any male-to-female participants who have been through any form of male puberty will not be eligible to participate in the international women's game regardless of any surgery or gender reassignment treatment that they may have undertaken. Finally, a sports organization that is actually relying on science and not emotion. Uh, Continuing, according to ICC Chief Executive Jeff Allardyce, the decision was based first and foremost on science. 
having followed a nine-month consultation process led by the ICC Medical Advisory Committee chaired by Dr. Peter Harcourt. Quote, The changes to the gender eligibility regulations resulted from an extensive consultation process and is founded in science and aligned with the core principles developed during the review. Inclusivity is incredibly important to us as a sport, but our priority was to protect the integrity of the international women's game and the safety of players. So evidently, common sense is not completely dead. Now, one cricket player is demanding a review. Danielle McGahey. Uh, Danielle is actually a man who claims to be female. Uh, 29 years old, was the first ever transgender cricket player to enter a woman's competition. And he, she, the he that is pretending to be a she, is furious and may go to court. Well, we'll see. Uh, In addition to the ICC, the International Cricket Council, the International Powerlifting Union has also reached a determination that men who have gone through puberty as a male cannot compete against females in powerlifting. And as a result... Uh, Canadian transgender powerlifter Anne Andres is now banned from competing against women after he shattered a woman's lifting record. And that's not all. The British Rowing Association has just announced that biological males who claim to be female will not, cannot compete against females and potentially taking their awards. In addition, the World Aquatics Organization, the international governing body for aquatic sports, announced that it has now created an open category for swimmers who claim to be transgender and do not meet the current regulations to compete against women. Uh, Similarly, the World Track and Field Organization have banned people from participating in categories that do not align with their biological sex. In addition, the World Rugby Association, the international governing body of rugby, has banned biological men from women's competitions, stating, quote, transgender women may not currently play women's rugby because of the size, force, and power-producing advantages conferred by testosterone during puberty and adolescence and the resultant player welfare risks that this creates. Wow. So we've got cricket, we've got powerlifting, we've got swimming, we have rugby, we have track and field. Common sense is raising its head And it's about time. Now, what I would be interested in, and I'm going to try to remember to follow up on this, the World Aquatics Organization, 
the world body that governs almost all aquatic swimming events. What they have done is they have formed an open category. In other words, anybody can compete. Men, women, transgender, doesn't make any difference. You don't have to be male. It doesn't, you don't have to be female. You don't, you know, whoever you claim to be, you can compete in the open category. Here's what I'm going to be looking for. How many transgender females, that's a man pretending to be a woman, how many transgender females will compete in the open category? My prediction, zero. Yeah, that's that's my prediction. Zero. Not one. Because they know that if they compete, listen, I, I'm sure there are exceptions, but almost all of the incidences of a transgender female, that's a man pretending to be a woman, in almost every instance, they were not exceptional in competing against males. They did not do well in competition until they began competing as a female. And they know that. They know that they can't even compete against other transgender because they know that their advantage would be lost. But I applaud the World Aquatics Organization from saying, okay, if you insist on being transgender and you insist on competing, fine. We will develop a whole new category just for you because we think you are so special. Again, my prediction, nobody will compete. Nobody. Because they know that they can't compete fairly and honestly. These people are cheaters. And finally, the world of sports, at least a good portion of it, are waking up to real science. Like I say, folks, I say this all the time, real science is always on our side. It is, because God created us, and real science, true science, is never in contradiction to God's rules, God's authority, and to God's Word. Never. Real science, true science, is always compatible with Scripture and vice versa. I've said it before. If science disagrees with a scientific principle in the Bible, put me down, I'm taking the side of the Bible. Always. Always. All right, we're going to take the uh, final break of the hour today. Uh, You want to talk about it? 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. We will be back shortly.
Bob wants to come to your church. Find out how to host a CrossPower weekend at crosspower.net. Language is important. Words are important. And it, it kind of upsets me when people hijack words and use them for purposes they just weren't intended for. And one of them is justice. Oh, my goodness. The word justice has been so twisted, turned inside out, outside in. Oh, my goodness. Here is an example. Listen to this headline from the Washington Examiner. Denver schools adopt language justice policy with goal to support native languages. Language justice. Really? Yeah. Here it is. The Denver School District is among the first in the country, but there will probably be more. The Denver School District is among the first in the country to adopt a language justice policy as a long-term goal. Listen to how insane this is. Listen. The district would encourage non-English-speaking students to be able to use their native language to learn as opposed to being educated in English, which advocates say is oppressive and rooted in racism. Folks, we have lost our minds. The inmates are running the the asylum, I'm telling you. Teaching in English in the United States of America, where our official language is English, is rooted in oppression and racism? How far do you have to abandon common sense to come up with such incredible nonsense? Uh, It gets worse. Denver schools had about 90,250 students in 2022. You ready? Of the 90,250 students, 35,000 are multilingual learners with home languages other than English. So, not quite, but nearly one half of all the students don't speak English. And so instead of uniting, again, folks, please forgive me for being repetitious, but the liberal left is all about dividing, dividing, dividing. Keep us divided. Keep us divided. Do not unite us. Keep us divided. One of the few things we have left in America is the English language. It is one of the few unifying principles that we have left. Most everything else is gone. And again, if you look at American history, when immigrants came to America, and many of them went through Ellis Island, their parents and their grandparents told their children immediately, 
learn English. You will learn English. That has been a hallmark of immigrants coming to America for 200 years. You come to America, become an American, learn English. No more. Not quite, but nearly half of the students in Denver schools have a home language other than English. Oh, it gets worse. I'm quoting. The district has 200 languages spoken across the district. 200. So what does language justice mean? It means that all of those kids must be taught in their home language. 200 different languages. Quote, the district included a draft of an equity document. You know, when you see the word equity, run for the hills. Uh, The district included a draft of an equity document that includes a policy statement on language justice. It was included in the November 16th school board agenda. The document includes this definition of language justice. Quote, the notion of respecting every individual's fundamental language rights to be able to communicate, understand, and to be understood in the language in which they prefer and feel most articulate and powerful. So, for over 200 years, in our educational systems, the emphasis has been learn English so we can all speak the same language because we are all Americans. Now, in Denver Public Schools, uh, we will be forced to learn your language. It is, not only is it insane, not only is it economically unfeasible, do you have any idea what this is going to cost? Hiring teachers who speak 200 different languages? You got one kid in the school district who speaks some dialect from who knows where, and you're going to have to hire it. It's insane. It is absolutely insane and incredibly, incredibly destructive. Oh, my goodness. All right. Hey, we got to go. I hope you have a wonderful evening, but please, wherever you go and whatever you do, remember whose you are. Listen, listen, think, think, discern, discern. Donald Trump's indictment proves that saving America is not going to be easy. There are entrenched power. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.